Welcome to this latest edition of The Real Deal Podcast on this 8th of December 2021, episode 798, as we inch closer and closer to 800 of The Real Deal Podcast with, with The Real Deal. Quinn, of course, this is NFL. This is our NFL show. We looking, we're looking back at a week 13, and as always, I am joined, along, joined with one Robert Sapp. Mr. Sapp, how are you doing this evening? Oh, I've been better. How are you doing? Well, you know, why you know the Washington football team is on a little winning streak, so you know. You are, you are. very impressive. Things are very thing, yeah, things are good, going good down in the DMV. Uh for Washington, that is. Um, uh, you know, Baltimore had their issues. We'll talk about that. But we'll get right to it. Um who won the week and for the third time this season and the second consecutive week. The New England Patriots uh, won the week. Um, I'm, I know you have a lot to say on this game, so I'm going to go first. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed this game from an aesthetic standpoint, uh, just pure physicality, smash mouth. Obviously, the conditions you know, played a major factor with the play calling. You have New England only throwing three passes. Um, you have, um, a game in which, again, it was just like, Hey, we're going to run the ball and we just dare you to stop it. And of course the Buffalo Bills could not stop it. New England must over 224 yards of, uh, on the ground with that. But with that being all that, with that being said, Buffalo still had opportunity to win the game. They were one for four in the red zone, which cost them the game. Um, I felt better about Buffalo after the game than I did over the course of the last couple of days, Tuesday, today, yesterday, and today. Um, initially, I had a situation. I thought that, hey, you know what? You kind of stood up to New England physically, kind of. Um, you know, play here, play there. You win that game. You'll see them again. Now, you know, just you, this is a matter of just trying to get to the playoffs. But then I, I thought, I thought big picture and I thought about the fact that they have jumped you as far as they are still the Kings of the Hill. As far as that division, it makes what happened last year, just irrelevant pandemic year. Uh, they, a lot of New England Patriots opted out. We know that wasn't a Belichick type team as far as personnel. And they come into your house and didn't, and that was not a, vintage New England performance. They had penalties. You have the, the the football hit a guy in the helmet to set you up, which I thought was a turning point in the game, by the way, when you had the ball down in there about 25, 28-yard line, and then you had the, the fumble and the handoff, and then they turn around and score a touchdown and get, you know, uh, to go up 8 uh, nothing. Um, not yes, yeah, with the what's the name, long 64-yard touchdown run. Um, Harris, the, the Harris run, but so I, I feel like they, this is a gut blow and it's like New England is not going anywhere. They have a young quarterback. Uh, we know they have young players on the defenses end on, on the defense side of the ball there and they're only going to get better. And I'm looking at Buffalo. I'm like, yeah, you can get better, but just not quite there yet. Um, as far as, as far as trying to uh, 
to get over the hump in terms of they are with this team. Season still, the season still there for you. Everything is still out there. The division's over. That, of course, we know that's over. Home field advantage, that's over. But just you know, in, in this crazy season, you basically you know you would just like to get to the playoffs healthy and take your chances. Uh, what were your thoughts on 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 the on the game and your overall outlook on the season uh, moving forward? Um. Hmm. So, uh, all thoughts. Um, I have been obsessively listening to everything um, and analysis on the game. And so <clears throat> when I zoom out, um, I can recognize that that was a uh, physical football game. In, in the style that that I know I like to watch football, like you said, you like to watch football. So I can recognize that um, when I zoom in to my fandom, though, um, I am, uh, you know, like, I'm traumatized. Tw- 20 years right. of this, one year off. And so I see things at an intensity that other fan bases don't. And so all I see is the Patriots coming. That's all I see is them coming. And not only, of course, not coming for the division championship, but coming for another round. Um, and, uh, and so um, I, too, really wanted to see us match the Patriots' physicality, and I was too impressed by that. What I was not impressed by was um, our inability to commit to an offensive play style that was conducive to all of the factors of of the game. Um, And uh, in terms of future, I look at it in two ways. First is the near future. The near future is it's December. These teams are who they are. Um, And we're just going to have to eat who we are. We're seventh in uh, playoff standings right now. That's probably where we deserve to be. I mean, that's probably who we who we are, right on the precipice playoff team. So we're gonna have to eat that this year. Uh, then I then I go to the second one, which is the future over the off season, and that's when all the yelling and the screaming can begin, and there can be a de- a decisive decision made about what type of offense that. Um, we want to be and where we want to take that into the future. And then to your last point, these are the two things that the Bills need to be um, competitive with the Patriots going forward. Um, A, we need two special players. One, we need a special running back, period, in the story. And then um, an impact defensive player. And actually, it doesn't matter where that impact defensive player is, um, but I have a sneaky suspicion because Sean McDermott, McDermott was defensive coordinator on those um, on those Carolina Panthers defenses, that the thing that's going to make this defense pop to another level is going to be a special linebacker. Um, so I have a feeling that 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 that's kind of coming. Um, but without that, then um, where where my team is at is that they are a professional football team, like. I have no complaints when I watch this team play well, whether it is win or loss. I have no complaints. It's a professional 
football team, but it is it's missing a special player and an impact player to be that next level team. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think you summed it up well. Um, of course, it is your team. Yeah. Uh, two yeah. of the last three weeks, you've had teams come into your building and run wild uh, in Indianapolis and, of course, New England. Um, so that, yeah, that certainly has to be shored up, uh, like, moving forward. Um, I mean, the Patriots are the Patriots. Are the Patriots. Like, uh, you know, that wasn't even their A game because they, like I said, they made mistakes. They had penalties. Um, they, you know, that, you know, they played the style. They committed to a style. Uh, like, you know, like to your point, they completely committed to a style. They said, Matt Jones, chill, chill out tonight. Just hand the ball off. We got it. Defense, special teams, whatever, defense, offensive line. We're just, we're just going to just pound the play. It was just going to be a rock fight. And Bill Belichick is a, of course, a, you know, was whose mentor was Bill, Bill, Bill Parcells. Uh, they that he that is in his that that's that's what he loves. I mean, Bill and he, he loves both not to dominate both lines of scrimmage. He loves physical football. Um, he yeah, that's that is that's that's Bill Belichick. Like that that is that, that is who he is. Um, and to your point last week, we were talking about when you're talking about the Patriots and and their evolution this this season. Um, this is who they were, like you said, before Brady became Brady. They, you know, played played to their defensive defensive and offensive lines, uh, and just beat the hell out of you physically and mentally. Like they were punishing your receivers, even when they caught passes. They paid for those those catches over the middle. I I felt the hits on, on Diggs and some of the other some of the other receivers. And, and it clearly affected some of the receivers because there were a couple of passes that could, that could have been caught. Um, but that's, you know, that, that, but you, when you play the Patriots, you have to be ready to put smash mouth or they will just walk all over you physically. That they, that, that's all it is to it. Um, so uh, the season is like, you know, again, still in the seventh spot for the Bills. Um, still have opportunity to make the playoffs. Division's over, home field advantage, that's over. Uh, and the Patriots are, you know, I'm not going to say the cat mercy uh, in the AFC, but right now the, the Patriots are in a nice position uh, in, in to possibly get uh, home field advantage. And winning in New England, would, good luck with that. Good luck with that. Even, Matt, even as Mac Jones as a rookie quarterback, good luck with trying to win in New England in January. Um. Division battles, there were a number of divisional battles, two that stood out. Uh, one that I particularly enjoyed, of course, the one that I particularly enjoyed, uh, the Pittsburgh-Baltimore. It was a throwback game to what has been the best robbery in the sport for, or had been the best robbery in the sport for well over a decade. Um, you had Pittsburgh standing up to Baltimore, in essence, to save their season. 
with a with a vintage, just vintage defensive performance. They were all over Lamar Jackson. And clearly and TJ Watt, who I I was in the conversation for winning the week. Like I could have easily had given to TJ Watt. He was that dominant. He was all over the place. Like had like three and a half sacks and was just all in the backfield. The sacks don't even completely tell the story of how much he dominated the game. He just completely was by far the best player on the field. And the bottom line is, and we spoke on this with Baltimore, teams are going to defend. The playbook is out in terms of how to defend Baltimore if you have even remotely decent um, cornerbacks and, 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 a, and, and a fast defense. You're going to play their receivers one-on-one and blitz come after and come after Lamar Jackson um, and dare their receivers to beat you. Dare them. Dare their receivers to beat you. And, you know, we don't love their receivers. Brown is, is okay as a deep threat, but outside of Andrews, none of those guys scare you. And uh, they paid the price. And Lamar Jackson, um, again, was sacked six, six times. Baltimore still had, had an opportunity. That ball should have been caught by Andrews on that on that two-point conversion. Uh, I know Watt got in his face, but that ball absolutely – I know the ball wasn't well, well thrown, but Watt was in his face. Uh, that ball should have been caught. But uh, this was a throwback. This was a prideful performance by the Pittsburgh Steelers who have a quarterback that's on his way out. We know this. But for one Sunday, you know, they took it back to what it used to be in, in the Steel City. What were your thoughts on this game? Yeah, like you said, classic divisional game. Two rivals that just know each other and um, just go after each other every every single time. Um, the end of that game was the wildest thing I have ever seen. Let <laughs> uh, I'll say that it's just the wildest thing I had ever seen. And I think I had commented to you um, that it felt almost like a college divisional rivalry where. Um, Baltimore just wanted to stick it to Pittsburgh. Um, and yeah, it was, it, it was, it, it was, it was bananas to watch that. I had, I had no idea they were, they were going to go that far um, to go after them. So just a classic divisional rivalry game with a great ending. Yeah. I like when this game, when I saw this game on the schedule, I was like, okay, you know, I'm not, of course, high on Pittsburgh. Baltimore is very good. Um, I didn't really have high expectations for this game coming into the week. Um, and but it really, it, it definitely, it was. It, I loved. I, I enjoyed every moment of it. It was just a just uh, again a physical knockdown, drag out uh, fight uh, between two teams. Like I said, who are you know familiar, very obviously familiar with each other. Thirtieth time that Tomlin. And Harbaugh faced off uh, that triumphant. You got Harbaugh, Tomlin, and Roethlisberger facing off. They've been going at it for, you know, 14, you know, 13, 14 years. A um, couple things I noticed with Lamar Jackson. He's starting to – it's kind of Patrick Mahomes-like where he's starting to get – develop bad habits in terms of his mechanics because he is able to make spectacular plays – when he's throwing off his back foot or when he's on the run. I know I've been noticing that the last couple of weeks. Um, and I think it's I, I think it's one of the reasons why he's, he hasn't thrown the ball well over the last two two weeks. 
and has made just some has had some just I mean he's made just even when he hasn't hasn't been off balance he's made some bad reads he's made some horrible reads over the past couple of weeks but from a mechanical standpoint I just think that making a spectator it's like he had he has not been make, trying to make it's not like he's going out of his way trying to make the simple play like he's uh, we saw it we, we saw that with, with Mahomes earlier this season. Just, you know, and I think Collinsworth actually called Mahomes out on Sunday night when he threw a sidearm and said it was unnecessary throwing the side, throwing the ball sidearm because just made, he made it more difficult on himself. And I think starting to see that a little bit with Lamar Jackson, um, and I think it's throwing off his mechanics when, he, when him in terms of him throwing the ball. What, what are your thoughts on that? The guys on the side of the ball get paid too. Yeah. Um, and so – it is it's a great comparison between um Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. All of that was very, very cute when it was very new and when it was being implemented um for the first time in new and innovative ways. The other guys get paid too, they look at tape, they do all that stuff. Um, and so until you evolve it, um, right now there is a really good defensive strategy against both of those players, both Mahomes and Lamar. And you've seen their, the impact of their play um, suffer because the books are so good on them. Speaking of that, that's a nice segue to Kansas City-Denver. Uh, this game was controlled by Kansas City, in particular their defense, um, 22-9. Uh, again, there, uh, and we'll we'll talk about their defense a little bit more in, in, in an upcoming segment. But listen, right now, if you're a Kansas City fan, you have to feel good about where your team is at, despite the fact that the, that the offense has not been explosive. You're playing um, great defense right now. Um, you are trending in the right direction, of course. And you are in you are in essence, you are in control of that division. That's all there is to it right now. Um, you know, Denver is who Denver is. They can be dangerous in terms from a week to week basis, but we don't take Denver serious as someone who could do any damage. Um, they played well this year for the most part. Um, but uh, Kansas City just able to flex their muscle from a physical standpoint in that game, uh, what were your thoughts on, on, on their, on their performance? Um, I thought it was a, uh, the, the thing that like their performance was good enough to be different. I mean, like, yes, that's, yes, that's yes. That, you didn't have to play great to be, no. Yeah. Um, what has been, but as you were talking, the thing that just kept coming to my head was, um, what's been so impressive about them is their, their ability to shift gears mid-season. Yep. I did not think they had that. No, I did not. neither one of us thought that. No, no. Didn't think nope. it. And so I've, I've just been very impressed, especially these last three games, because it's been purposeful. It hasn't been the offense has been playing so bad that, you know, other things needed to happen. This is intentional how they've constructed their entire game plan. Um, very impressive. Just very impressive. Yeah, no, I mean, listen, I give Andy Reid and that coaching staff all the credit in the world. I was all over Spagnola a few weeks ago saying, just basically saying even offline. Now, I, don't think, I might even say it on the podcast where 
that Andy Reid probably might should consider getting rid of him. Um, I did, I did say that. Um, he has the defenses. Listen, the defenses carried him over last month because um, their offense still has been sputtering and hasn't been has been inconsistent. And uh, you know, make a play here, make a play there. A lot of drops. Not even 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 when they've calmed down the turnovers, there've been a number of drops. Uh, by the receivers, um, Kelsey and Pringle and, and, and what have you, uh, teams clearly are going to make them go 80 yards, 20, uh, 15 plays. And, you know, the offense, you know, has not been, hasn't been, has not been the vintage off Kansas City outside of the Raider game uh, a couple weeks ago. The offense has not been, has sputtered for the most part. But give that defense credit. Uh, Chris Jones is healthy. Uh, he's playing like a beast. Um, we saw Sorensen make a big play uh, this week, um, and they, you know, right now that 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 defense is legit uh, as far as um, in terms of moving forward. Um, real or not, Arizona as the best team in football. Confusing, yes, confusing. No clue. No clue. No clue. I mean, like, if if gun to my head, it's not real. Um, but the only reason it's not real is because I don't know. Just confusing. I don't actually know why it's not real. Because the thing that I was about to say was um, that Kyler Murray and Bernard Hopkins haven't been there. Right. Um, so that threw it off, but they won anyway. So that should be even more of a bonus. So I'm confused by by them. Um, I still have faith in uh, Tampa Bay and Green Bay for obvious reasons. Right. But, um, you know, I've, sta- I've stated this. The, the one who can spoil the party is um, uh, Arizona. Now yeah. that I do know. That one I do know. I'm gonna say the NFC. I'm 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 not I I can't get it there yet. I'm gonna say not, but it's not a strong not. Of course, yeah. uh, I'm is, high. Yeah. I'm high yeah. on Arizona as you are. Um, they're getting healthier, of course, at the right time. Um, we know on their best day that they can beat anybody. Uh, they can, and they they are great on both sides of the ball. Uh, their one week discourses can can be they're susceptible to the run, which is something that you know that they um, every team has a weakness. I was gonna say, welcome to the club. Yeah, yeah, that's every every team has a weakness. So you know, um, from that standpoint, I'm not gonna over, I'm not gonna overreact to that. Uh, I guess it's just a matter of just it's just to me the question is you know experience. You know, Kyle that's that's the one big question mark. Like, what is Kyle? We said it pretty much since the season has began. This thing is going to come down to matchups. Yeah, the matchups yeah. won't be as intense in the NFC as with the uh, AFC, but that final four is going to come down to the matchup. Who gets who where? Yep. The Washington Football Team winning the division, real or not? Not. 
Yeah, I, 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 I'm impressed with with the things that that Washington has done, but um, you know, town five they don't stack up to the Cowboys. Don't even try it. No, I mean, I, I would say not. <laughs> yeah. No, I would say not. Um, the wound for error for us is minuscule, to say the least. Um, we're winning. I listen. I give Ron Rivera a lot of credit because this this is the second straight year that the teams got off to a slow start and they've picked it up and kind of, you know, rallied the troops when it could have been a disaster. So he gets a lot of credit for that. Um, no, they they don't stack up to the Cowboys and they have injuries to, like, you know, they Logan Thomas, that's a big one. Um, uh, it will be out for this game. I don't see them. I think they can. I think they'll split against the Cowboys. I think realistically, for them to win the division, they would have to be. They would have to sweep the Cowboys, which I don't see happening. Um, but I, I, you know, but they are right now in the sixth spot in the playoffs. Um, but the Cowboys absolutely should win that division. Um, like it's just you know, a two-game lead in December is 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 big, <laughs> to say the least. Um, so is it possible if the Cowboys collapse and I've seen Cowboy collapses? Sure. But I, I, I think possible, but highly unlikely. Uh, but again, I, if you ask me this, if you ask me in October, would I even be posing this question? I would look at you like you were crazy. So, you know, they're playing well, but, uh, they, they, they will not win, uh, will not win the division. Uh, the Chiefs' defense as a championship defense, real or not? This is another perplexing one. Here's <laughs> the only thing that I will say is on this one, I can freely admit I'm not educated enough on the changes that the Chiefs made to, to fully define this. Like, I just kind of, like, heard um, – on uh just just as a side note guy i guess i've been so obsessed with the bills uh as of late um but like i think it was like they moved um chris jones inside or something like that see um but there have been tweaks that i should know about or will start to hear about um more of that will define if it's if it's real or if it's not real if you just ask me based off what i've seen um, from them instinctually, what I know about the Chiefs and the style Andy Reid likes to play, I'm going to go with uh, not real. I'm going to go with real. I think this is. I think their championship. De- I think they. I think their championship defense. I don't think that even though the offense has struggled, I don't think that they. I, I think they're playing complementary defense. Com- I, I think it's still complement. Still complements their offense. I think that they – I don't think that you have to be a lockdown, shutdown defense to be considered a championship-level defense. I think more, if I were to reframe the question, can I win a championship with this particular, with this defense? And I would say yes. Like, I, I think with this defense, they can win a championship with this defense. And, again, that's a statement that I would not have made a month ago, of course. So I'm I'm going with real. I, I think this defense is real. Biggest disappointments. Um, 
put myself up there, and I'm gonna tell you why. It's a non-NFL reason. Um, I'm gonna go to college football for a second, and um, I was highly, and I mean highly, anticipating the Alabama Georgia game. Oh, you did not fall for it, Charlie Brown. I did. I I one thousand percent. I did. I one thousand percent picked Georgia to win the first game, and Nick Saban said, "Silly rabbit! Oh, how dare you? How dare you? How many championships do I have to win? How many SEC championships do I have to win?" Yeah. And I like like and and they they took Georgia apart. I mean, it was it was a clinic. It yes. like it was like, yo. yeah. What they do to Georgia pretty much every single year. Yeah, yes. yeah. And the thing here's the thing about yep. no, nope. they got you. They got you. No, they got me. But here's the thing about Alabama. If you when if you're picking against Alabama, right? Probably not smart to pick against Alabama. No, don't do Alabama that. One. So start with the disclaimer. Don't try this at home. Don't do that. But, but if you're going to don't pick, do this. If you're going to pick, if you're going don't to pick against Alabama. As a make sure, intellectual make sure, exercise. Make that's sure prepared. that their quarterback that's playing against Alabama is an all-world quarterback. Make sure he's Deshaun Watson or Trevor Lawrence. If he's not that, then just don't don't waste your time. And clearly, Georgia does not have doesn't have a Trevor Lawrence or Deshaun Watson playing uh, quarterback. So, yeah, I got burnt. Um, uh, learned the hard way, and uh, yep, yep. Alabama. Gotcha. You know, Alabama, is, Alabama does what Alabama does is win. Yeah. <laughs> and this is not even a vintage Alabama team, by the way. It's not even a vintage. I've seen much Alabama teams. But nah, yeah. that, 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 it doesn't, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They have Nick Saban. They have Nick Saban, like Bill Belichick. They have, like, it's, no, they just, yeah, they just, he's smarter than everybody else. And that's it. Like, that's just, that's just it. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, that that I, I just I had to, I, I just had to laugh at myself with that pick as I'm watching got you. the Alabama receivers run past the Georgia secondary like they're standing still. Um, so um, the Baltimore offense, um, yeah, I know Pittsburgh had a throwback performance, but I just don't see the evolution in, in the Baltimore offense from week to week and I'm trying to just like again we've stated this before throughout the season can this offense get can this, is is this, is this offense a playoff championship like can they win a championship with this offense and I think we all know the answer to that uh what are your thoughts on the Baltimore offense right now they're struggling they're struggling um and uh you know, it it begins and ends with Lamar. Right. Um, it it I usually am more on it's unfair to put it all on one person, but when the offense is designed for you, um, there's really nowhere else to start. It really isn't. Um, and so uh, Lamar has to be special um, in order for the offense to function at any type of high ability because I mean, to be flat out honest, the talent level is not that great. It just isn't. Nope. Um, and uh, outside of Lamar Jackson, they don't have anybody else when you need them to make a play who can make a play. 
And when you are facing a really good defense and, ah, what I love about the Pittsburgh-Baltimore rivalry is that they hate each other on sight. They just do. Yeah, they, do. they play like it. Yeah, um, I need the Bills to be that way against the Patriots. I, <laughs> I need it to happen. Because um, I hate them on sight. <laughs> I need them to hate them on sight. But, uh, but so um, with that being said, so you play against a, a motivated absolutely a championship defense on the Pittsburgh side with that uh, special impact type player that I was talking about in um, TJ Watt. Um, and and it's, it's going to be really hard for Lamar to be special against them, especially as he needs to be to make that offense look as the way, look the way it needed to look. Um, the more perplexing thing was how Baltimore's defense kept messing up against Pittsburgh's offense and allowed Ben to throw the ball down the field at enough of a, like, get it off at enough of a speed with receivers that wide open. Yeah, the ball, we didn't talk. I didn't talk about that enough. I'm glad you bring that bring that up. The Baltimore defense in the fourth quarter was was horrible. That was confusing. Yes, I mean that. Yes. that, made, that I should have put. Yeah, I actually should have. I could have easily put Baltimore the Baltimore defense on here because their defense in the like Pittsburgh had like 140 yards through the first three quarters, and then had like oh, basically 150 something like that in the fourth quarter alone, and put up 17 points. And I'm like. And this Pittsburgh offense this year has been one of the worst offenses in the league that I've seen, easily. And you allowed them to go up and down the field, make big plays. Um, yeah, I, I, they have no they have no running game. The offensive line is bad. So, like, you know, they got some quality receivers like Claypool. They, I mean, yeah, they have some, you know, they have some quality. They have some guys, some some decent. They have some weapons. Now they have weapons on the outside. The receivers in the tie like the tight end as well. Roethlisberger is horrible right now. Like he's, he's a mediocre quarterback. So I'm like, you like, no, it, it should not, it's not that hard to defend Pittsburgh's offense. So that was perplexing to me, um, considering how well Baltimore's defense had been playing over the past couple of weeks um, to allow Pittsburgh's offense to get off like that in, in the fourth quarter. Uh, I'm glad you brought that up. Um, yeah, no, but they're getting back to their offense. Yeah, their their offense, right? Their offense is. I'm not gonna say it's easy to defend because it's still not that running game can still destroy you, but the game plan is clear in terms of how how to defend. The game plan is clear in terms of how how uh, to defend it. It's just a matter of whether or not you have the personnel from a speed and the discipline as well in terms of standing in your rush lanes against Lamar. Um, they they got Lamar seven times, right? Huh? They got him seven times, right? Did they sack six, him seven six, times? Six. No, they oh, got six. him six. Yeah. All right. Watt got him three and a half. And that's not even counting all the QB pressures. Oh yeah, I or mean, the hits, hits, or the hits. Yeah. Um. So yeah, yep. Teams are ready. No, they was on him. No, they 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 were on. They he was running for his life a lot. Like they they were on. They. You know, and again, we talked about the familiarity, you know, that from that standpoint, but they have a defense that's just they have a fast physical defense and they have above that they have 
a pretty good. A, a good there's there's only a few teams that can do that to Lamar. There, there's, there's yeah, no, eight. that's not that. No, that's yeah, that's not. I mean, yeah, no, it's not a lot. No, that, that cannot be tried by everybody. No, 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 you no, you can't. No, not because everybody doesn't have those cornerbacks or doesn't <laughs> have that type of speed on with the front seven. Like and, and T and T J Watt is a monster. Uh, so yeah, no, that 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 that's not. You know, on like to your point, only a few teams can can try can do that. But the problem is, they're gonna those those few teams are going to be in the postseason. They absolutely will be. So, guarantee. Um, the Bengals, um, they oh, trying to figure out the Cincinnati Bengals. The Chargers come into Cincinnati, and what was bought what was ballyhooed as a future versus future quarterback, you know, gunslinging battle turned out to be a one-sided affair as Justin Herbert uh, was clearly the better player and the Chargers just had their way with Cincinnati 41 to 22. Even, and this is classic Chargers, Chargers is up 24 nothing. Cincinnati, Cincinnati had a two-point conversion that could have actually tied the game. Um, but you just don't know. Right now, you just don't know Cincinnati from what Cincinnati team is going to show up. Uh, this is a bad one because I, again, I know the Chargers are talented. We know Herbert is a franchise player, is going to be a great player in the league for a long time. But you can't allow a team to come into your building like that and embarrass you in a in December, uh, especially a team as inconsistent as the Chargers are. Um, I was, yeah, I was very disappointed in in in, in, the, in the Bengals just. Like you should never be down twenty four nothing to the Chargers. You just shouldn't. Um, Chargers are again, they are a team that you wait for bad things to happen to, and they normally do. So that was, you know, that was uh, one of those that one of those games that they don't make the playoffs. They're definitely gonna look back on it and shake their heads from a standpoint of they 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 just not so much the loss, but they just didn't show up. Uh, what were your thoughts on this game? Yeah, um, two typical AFC 2021 teams. Um, you know, yeah, the the it was the Chargers day this week. Bengals not so much, and then next week it'll probably be the Bengals and the who like who knows like um, inconsistency reigns in the AFC. Yeah. So all your points spot on, and the script could totally flip next week. Absolutely. No, it is without question. Uh, backup quarterback overreactions. I really should put backup quarterback overreaction because there was only one – there was one guy who had a great day that I had to hear about, and I'm like, okay, he's not the answer, and let's calm down, and that's Gardner Minshew. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah, yeah. It was a lot, a lot of Gardner Minshew going on. A lot of love, too much love for Gardner Minshew. Uh, Minshew, if I'm mispronouncing his name, by uh, you know whatever. Um, who we know, we we seen Gardner Minshew in, in in we saw him in Jacksonville, and you know he is a top backup. Uh, borderline starter in this league uh, to say if probably I'm probably being kind. 
I was going to say, you didn't need to add the borderline star. No, just, just yeah. Tell you, he's a backup quarterback. Yes, he's a backup. That's, that's just, good backup. He's a backup. He's a good backup. Solid backup. Um, but I, I just didn't get the I, – I didn't quite understand why people, Philly fans – well, I, you know what? What is happening? They want him to be the starter? Are yeah. you serious? Sorry, this is real time. Are you serious? I'm dead serious, yeah. They, they're on the garden. I'm, I'm yeah. stuck. I was yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. So here's the but here's the thing with the with the with the quarterback situation. They don't have a they really don't have a quarterback. Like Jalen Hurts is not the answer long term. And uh you know, he's he's been decent this year, but he's not the answer long term. I I and I and I've watched Philadelphia of late. I give them like we talk about identity. They're clearly a power running, they're clearly leaning on their running game. They want to yes. the number one in the league in rushing. Uh, 160 yards a game, so they have identity. They're playing to the run, and 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 which is fine. That's fine. They don't, but you don't have a quarterback right now. You just don't. Um, you don't have a guy that I trust moving forward. I don't trust either. I mean, I damn sure don't trust Gardner Minshew, and I don't trust Jalen Jalen Hurts. Um, to be honest with you, and I've never been on Jalen Hurts. Um, so, but I'm not I, like I wouldn't like if Jalen Hurts is healthy, he. 100% should start over Gardner Minshew. I'll say that. Um, yeah, it was a lot, it was a little too much love for Gardner Minshew. Just a little, I'm like, yes, yeah, like, calm down. That's like, he came in, played well. They beat the fucking Jets. Like, let's, let's, let's slow down. Like, the Jets, like, the Jets. I'm like, I'm, I'm gonna look at our, our schedule. Like, when do we play the Jets? Cause I like that. That's basically almost a borderline automatic win when you, that's how bad the Jets are. So I'm like, yeah, let, 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 let's slow down on that. I mean, everybody loves the backup quarterback when the starter is struggling, but um, yeah, Hurts was Hurts was Hurts was injured, so it, it wasn't a benching in terms of that situation. But yeah, Gardner came in, played a nice game, and let's you know let's leave it at that. Like I I just didn't get like just you know, and I don't think this was this was a national thing. This was more of a Philadelphia thing. This wasn't a national. Uh, this wasn't national, uh, you know, media and what have you talking this, but I was just like, eh, eh, you don't really, you don't want this guy to be your, your, your starter. You really, you don't. Um, yeah. I'm going to need to call you out on something. What happened? Your disdain for the NFC East is. I don't hate the Eagles. No, let me tell you something. No, I don't. I genuinely don't hate the Eagles. No, I hate, no, 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 I hate Dallas. I don't hate. I don't you know hate that. Them. That's been well established. But you literally created a segment to talk about Garden Minshew. And then you spent half the Garden Minshew segment talking about how much Jalen Hurts sucks. Um, you do not like the Eagles. <laughs> Jalen Hurts is not good. Uh-huh. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You so your no, uh-uh, your backup. This is the title I'm looking at. Your backup quarterback overreactions segment turned into how much Garden Minshew and Jalen Hurts suck, and the Eagles are the worst because they have no quarterback. That's your backup quarterbacks overreaction segment. You do not like the Eagles, my friend. No, I don't. No, I don't. <laughs> Many, many many years of Andy Reid beating yeah. out my team, so I, I'm still no, no bounds. That. Many years of that. 
um, questions for Sap. Um, where does Roethlisberger rank in terms of your all-time quarterbacks? Uh, he's This is going to be his last year. Uh, I would be shocked if he's back Ooh. next year. Um, and I don't think he's going. I don't think he'll play for any other team. I think he'll just retire a Steeler, and they'll move on. Uh, what, what are your thoughts on him all time? So, so here's like, like right there. Um, the word "all time" is the one that got me. Right. Um, I when when you say all time, his name doesn't enter my mind. Gotcha. Like the all timers are the Elways, are the Montanos, are the Marinos. Um, those are all time. Yeah. Um, uh, the Fars, right? Like, like oh. there, there's the thing. I think he will, of course, statistically be fantastic. He's won two Super Bowls. I've been to been to another. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Absolutely, there's no doubt about that. Um, but the two things that I feel like really define um, uh, the all time greats are um, their uh, unbelievable intellect in playing quarterback or their unbelievable arms at playing quarterback. And Roethlisberger had neither. He was big, strong, and physical, made really good plays, um, was dynamic athletically in the pocket. And again, that strength and ability to, to go through gutsy as hell, fit Pittsburgh, all those things. I, uh, like I said, first battle, all, first battle Hall of Famer. But when I say rank all time, um, he's, he's not in my top 10, and um, he's probably beyond 15. I would have to think about it. But he's definitely not my top 10. No, like I don't even I, I like I I I don't even think he's good as somebody even like uh Steve Young, to be honest with you. Um I I don't think he's an all time great. I I now he's a winner. Uh he's of course a Super Bowl champion. He's without question a franchise quarterback. Um but I don't I think to me, to be considered an all-time great quarterback, you had to be at one point in your career the best player. And I, you get out of my head, first of all. I was thinking that exact same thing in the exact same moment. I use this in my Hall of Fame definition and it for this question. Absolutely. Because we're we're splitting atoms. We're talking about greats on top of greats on top of greats. We're right. splitting atoms with these these types of conversations right and so the atom splitter for me is at any point you have to be at some point in time in your career considered the best at your position yes if, if uh, i'm thinking about you in hall of fame no 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 i know for this purpose this is all this is now all time so now i'm thinking about splitting atoms among all timers and went in a big um in a negative on roethlisberger um, and of course, the argument would be he can't control the time he played. He absolutely can't, but it is what it is. Still, um, at no point in time was Roethlisberger the best quarterback. No, at any point in time, it's not even debatable. We never even had that yeah. conversation. No. no, it is what it is. It just yeah. is. No, and and I can make a case. You know, I, he's listen. He's in the same category to me, and you, I, you know. And I almost know exactly. Drew Brees. Yeah, he's in that Drew Brees. He's in that to me, he's in that Drew Brees category. I think they 
I don't I don't think it's a big deal. Honestly, I thought you were gonna say Terry Bradshaw. Uh yeah, yeah. I can put him in that one too. Yeah. Terry Bradshaw was just a winner. Yeah, he was a winner. Obviously, yeah. yep, is in the Hall of Fame, obviously has four Super Bowl rings, all that, but does anybody any at any point I go, man, Terry Bradshaw, he's the all time great. No. 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 Nope. No. Yeah. And to me, the so, biggest. Bobsberger has the resume. He absolutely does. Yes. He absolutely does. You can't deny that. But when, when you say all time great, I'm sorry. He just doesn't pop into my top 10. And no. Like nowhere near, to be honest. And with. he, like, think about, think about this, too. This is, a, this is a knock against him, too. Think about some of the offensive linemen that he played with. Think about some of the weapons that he had. Oh, his teams are stacked. He played in Pittsburgh. Stacked. Pittsburgh knows that. what they're doing. They're a world-class yeah. franchise. Yes. Think about that. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I think we, we, we are in the line. Now, the argument, I will, I will, the argument on the opposite side for Ben is how many championships were they winning before he got there, right? Like, he was, he was the thing. Yes. Yeah. He was, no, he was, no, he, he so clearly no. He he turned so yes. No, yeah, so before no, they, he got they, there, before he got there, they were like bridesmaids. Absolutely. Yeah. No, yeah. He, they he they turned them, he took he took yeah. them to another level. No there's no question about it. I give I he, oh, just, he to, just a, a benefit on his, not yes. to, not to yeah. shit on him. Yeah, no, yeah. I don't think we should I will be honest. I, be I agree. Him. I don't think we did either. I don't think we shit on him, but we're but we when we're talking about all time greats, there's a Adams. Yeah. Great yeah. amongst great amongst great. How do you how do you judge that? How do you choose between the two? I think we made a very clear line in how that choice can be made. Yeah. I mean, and by the way, I I I would take a Rosenberger on my team. You would take one on your team. Stop. Yeah, of course. Right. Yes. So yeah, that's just, I mean, yeah. So yeah, so no guy's gonna be yeah around. Yeah, yeah. Give me years. two Super Bowl, three yes. Super Bowl pairs, two Super Bowls. Yeah, I'll yeah. take that. Yeah, we'll I'll take, take that. that. Uh, yeah, but, also, um, sign me up for that. One. Also, clutch, uh, fifty-one game winning in fourth quarter, winning uh, game winning drives in the fourth quarter. Only Brady has more in the same time period, or I think what's the name he has. Uh, only Brady has more active, and in, in the last twenty years, I think Peyton Manning has the most. Uh, in that category, so he did. You know, took his team down the field, took his team down the field, and to win a Super Bowl uh, when they play Arizona in that that classic game. Um, so you know, he's had a great career, Hall of Famer, all time great Pittsburgh Steeler without question. He's all time great Steeler uh, without question. So you know, they are, but you know, they will be in you know in the in and good luck trying to replace them. We see it is not. We ask Miami; <laughs> they're still trying to replace Dan Marino. It's not. You don't just replace those guys. Like they, they, you know that that is the toughest position in, in to judge and to judge in, in all the sports and to like more more teams and not get it wrong. Uh, so it'll be very interesting to see what direction this goes in as far as uh, his replacement and, and moving forward. Um, Week, uh, I should say, week fourteen. Week fourteen. Look ahead uh, as we we just uh, completed week thirteen in the books. Buffalo at Tampa. Um, that's a that's a rough one. 
It's a rough yeah. one. Coming it's off this not game. even a rough one. It's a certain. It's a certainty. And anybody who understands the dynamics between the Bills and the Patriots will understand how I am feeling and felt when I heard this. So, like I said, I've been inhaling lots of podcasts from Buffalo and Sports Talk Radio from Buffalo and everything like that to help me process all this. So, I was actually, I was calming down this morning. I found the right podcast. It was in my zone, speaking my language. Um, and processing. And so I was I was at the point where I was like, okay, cool. I'm ready to move on. Think about the next game. Think about it in more positive light, yada, yada, yada. Um, the last thing the podcaster said was he was listening to a Brady interview either early, like after the Bills game or early that morning. Um, and uh, Brady said, uh, he's like, yeah, yeah, Buffalo, they have a really, they have a really good team. I've actually had this game circled on my calendar since the beginning of the year. What? I did, yep. I was about to, if you have a bleep button, start bleeping now. I was like, who knows why? Because he's crazy. That's crazy. And he hates us. And God hates us. And the world hates us. Everything hates us. Because, are you kidding me? We could. I couldn't get a stock answer you gonna ruin my day on a Monday? Like, oh, or, like what? Like, no, no. <laughs> I say that to say we have no <laughs> chance of winning this game. Will it be close? Probably. Will he break my heart in the last 30 <laughs> seconds? Absolutely. That I can guarantee. Now. We're not winning this game. Oh man, that's yeah, that's yeah, that's. I'm, that, I'm that's, not even setting myself up. Nope. That's Tom Brady. Yep. Yes. Psycho Tom. Um, Rams, Rams versus Arizona. Of course, early in the season, the Ram Arizona put it on uh, the yeah. Rams in in Los Angeles. Um, Rams. Um, got off the schneid with a win against Jacksonville. I don't put any put any nope. stock into that one. Um, the Rams need this game for – it's not – obviously they're trying to make the playoffs, but just I, I think from a, for a psychological purpose. No, 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 no. The Rams don't get to do that. You don't get – you don't make those moves and just be like you're trying – no, uh-uh. Super Bowl. Yeah, no, no. They're still, no, yeah, yes. They, they, no, they – it's the Super Bowl bust. That's, I mean, that's the way I question that. Where I question that. But I'm saying, though, they mentally need this game. Like – in the division, they embarrassed you the first time in your home building. I mean, Arizona embarrassed the Rams the first time. And that's when the Rams were actually playing well, um, when they embarrassed them. Um, yeah, they, 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 this will be interesting to, to watch. Uh, I thoroughly, I fully expect Arizona to win this game. I have no faith in the Rams uh, at all. Um, I think they're going to tee off on Stafford. I'd say Stafford has at least two interceptions in this game. Um. Yeah, I. I just think I just can't see Arizona losing this game. Um. Even though they beat them the first time, um. And you figure like the Rams would, you know, would, you know, they'll be up for this game, of course. But I, I don't. I just don't think it matters. I. Just, I just don't have any faith in in what I see out of uh the what I've seen out of the Rams in particular the last month of the season. Uh, what are your thoughts on that game? 
if Arizona's the team we think they are, going back right. to that other segment, they mollywop the Rams. They beat them <laughs> senseless and let them know you have no chance against us ever this season. Yeah. Yep. Um, the Rams need this game more than life itself, and they need to play like it. It's yep. just that. It's yeah. just that. Yep. Um, I can't say that the Rams would win that style, but they have to play like it because you know how I feel. I've just I've stated how disappointing this team is. Um, but if if Arizona is the team we think they are, the Rams stand no chance. They don't stand a chance. Dallas, yeah, no, I expect I I expect Arizona to win this game. I would be surprised. I, I, I maybe shocked as too, maybe maybe a little bit strong if the Rams were to win this game. But I'd be I'd be very surprised if if, if the Rams win this game. I just I I watch. We the, the one thing we and there's been we know that over the course of the season there's been a lot a lot of inconsistencies throughout the course with these teams, but. I think we've been good in terms of gauging stock up, stock down, as far as what direction these team, teams have been going in. Like New England, um, in the direction they've been going in, and uh, even with my team, the Washington football team, in the direction they've gone in. You, you know, you you talked about it a couple weeks ago with physicality and things of that nature. But the Rams haven't. The Rams just are not a physical team. They're just not, which is you know. I I just don't think that you can win I win at a high level and not be a physical team in, in 2021. It's just not going to happen. Um, Dallas, Washington in the DMV. Um, I fully expect this game to be a very, very close, tightly contested game. Um, yeah, I think this is – yeah, I think this is could be – 24 21 that that type of game it, it will i think it'll be physical um the question will be can we stay away from can washington stay away from turning over the football against dallas dallas has been one of the best the team best in the league in terms of turning you over they are a great front running team uh they're a bully team i think if you hit dallas in the mouth they they they, they will retreat but they can get you know they can get things rolling quickly with those turnovers and 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 when Dak gets it going with that with their offense offense they finally got all their weapons back, so they will be a major challenge for our secondary, which is improved but not great, um, but not great. So it'll be you know it'll be a matchup that's decided up front as most of these games are, um, with our front our front seven against their offensive line, which has played better of late. Um, I'm still not the Dallas running game could go can come and go at times. So I, I think, you know, I think you want to, you know, you, you know, you want to make Dallas one side. They want to run the ball. They want to run the ball, but they can get away from the run at times. Maybe when they should stay with it. Oh, uh, should be again. I, I expect this this to be a, a, a classic divisional matchup. Two teams that know each other, hate each other, um, to say at least. One of the best rivalry, rivalries in NFL history, at, you know, going back Landry and George Allen, cats like that. What are your thoughts on this game? That nobody. No, um, so I this this is gonna come down to time in the pocket. 
um, for that. Um, we know Ron Rivera is going to sh- try to shorten the game as much as possible. Yep. That should oblige as well, not only to protect his defense, but um, also I think Heineke just does a better job at an efficient game um, as well. Uh, and so, you know, they're going to try to do that. And so Dallas is going to want chunk plays because if that, if the defense, if your defense is forced to try to get pressure, more often than not, it's going to be challenging with the injuries that you have. Um, and uh, and that's when the big chunk plays could happen. And then that's what Dallas is looking for. Yeah, no matter sweat. Uh, he's in COVID protocol. Yep. Um, and by the way, COVID, you know, if you haven't noticed, folks, real. COVID real. is real. It's it's is is tearing the NBA up right now. I mean, it's, I mean, it's real. been hitting the NFL, but it is it is lighting the NBA up. Um, so you know, continue to protect yourselves. Uh, and that, again, that's going to be along with the injuries that you know we already see San Diego, no Keenan Allen. Um, and they had a couple guys that are close contacts that still might play. Uh, Mike Williams and another guy was close contact, but they still might. They actually might play. I heard last time I heard read before the podcast, but Keenan Allen is definitely out, and they have a big game this week. Uh, so it, that's going to be something that to monitor uh, throughout the course of the season with so many with so much left up in that da- in, in in doubt in terms of these playoff uh, races and positions. Um, uh, in terms of playoff berths, the Packers, Bucks, and Cardinals all could all or one all could clinch playoff clinch a playoff berth to, uh, this week. Now you can go through the scenarios on your own time. There are ten billion scenarios in which Packers, but all those teams could have a have a possibility of clinching a playoff berth. Uh, with with a win and and some other stuff that that needs to happen, um, yeah, the Packers are going to win. That the that goes. I, I matter of fact, I expect all three of those teams to win. By the way, those two, I expect, I fully expect all three of those teams uh, to uh, to win their respective um, uh, to win their respective games. Packers are coming off a bye. They will take on the Bears. I think that is that's is that the Sunday night game? Yes, that is a Sunday night game. Uh, this week, uh, tomorrow night you have Steelers Vikings. Um, that game, who knows? I mean, these three, you never know with these Thursday Thursday night games, and those are two of the most unpredictable teams in the league. That's not the Vikings. Uh, by far the most unpredictable team. Oh, well, I mean, so is Minnesota. I mean, Minnesota as well. Those are you. That's said the Vikings. Vikings, yes. The Vikings, yeah, you just don't, you don't, you absolutely don't know what, what's going to come about with no. the Vikings, though. There, there's some, so, and again, these Thursday night games can be tricky. We saw that a couple of weeks ago with Miami and, um, and Baltimore, I, which I didn't see coming. That's when, that's when, that, that really kind of jump started Miami's, uh, winning streak. Speaking of Miami, um, yeah. what are your thoughts? I know your brother has me excited. Uh, they are on a hot streak along with the Washington football team. Have, have yeah. kind of like just got yeah. off life support. They were at one point looking like one of the worst teams in football. They've won five straight. They had what, yeah. six or seven. Uh, Tucker Valor is, is playing well. Um, 
the defense, of course, uh, that's creating turnovers and, and playing great. Um, they they seem to we talk about identity. They seem to know exactly who they are right now in terms of what style they want to play. What, what are your thoughts on the Dolphins? This one single statement blues uh, both single handedly blew a lot of Bills' minds and depressed them. Um, and the statement was. Um, the Miami Dolphins are one game behind the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> yes, they are. They are playing like we expect, like I expected them to play from the beginning of the season. It stunned me they were so bad early on. This is the team I expected to see. Good, solid quarterback play um, and uh, a defense that is very talented very quick, very fast to the ball, and playing um, multiple professional NFL defenses. Yeah. Um, it's interesting I Miami. legitimately have no clue what they were doing for the first half of the season. I really, truly, honestly have no clue. Yeah, they're actually a – Again, you're actually a game and a half ahead of them because it's two sure. and a loss. Two sure, and a loss. sure. Well, no, no, that loss column matters. That matter. That definitely matters. The loss column matters. So that, so yeah. Um, the the point being, surreal. The Dolphins are supposed to be nowhere near us because we should be so much better. All right. No, I got you. No, I got you. That's the point. Um, I'm looking at the Dolphins' schedule. So they have uh, the Jets, the Saints. Titans and they finish with the Patriots. Uh, you know, it's <laughs> yeah, no, nobody cares about the Dolphins schedule. I don't know why you do that no. at all. Nobody, no, they, I mean, they, 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 I mean, they're behind the eight bar. There's, there's just so many teams in the AFC that they like this. It's, it's a long shot for them to make the playoffs. But I was just, just peeking, um, was just peeking at their schedule. So I'm, I'm actually looking at the standings right now. Uh, there are still like 13 teams that have a legitimate chance to make the playoffs in the AFC. I was going to say, if the Dolphins make the playoffs over the Bills, <laughs> check on every Bills fan you know, they will <laughs> be suicide watch. That <laughs> oh. could not, no one could comprehend that. That, that nope, nope, that's like earth-changing things. Something's going on. The earth is falling into the sun. There's something's happening. That, nope, nope. That's not a thought anybody's willing to have right now. Only you. Oh, boy. Yeah, no. It's not a dolphin. Yeah, no. They're, they're not. Um, NFC, you're going to have, again, it's going to be, again, home field is still wide open, of course. Uh, Arizona, you know, they have, I, Green Bay has, like, the conference records are interesting because, Dallas actually has the best conference record at six and one. Uh, so Dallas is at six and one. Uh, Green Bay is at seven and two. Arizona is at six and two. Um, and you're gonna have a like at least a four to five team race as far as that. Those last two playoff spots. Uh, Washington, San Francisco, are both six and six. Speaking of San Francisco, that was a, just a, the horrible loss for San Francisco uh, against Seattle. Like that. That like. 
that was that was embarrassing loss. I forgot. I almost forgot forgot to mention that game. Um, but again, one of those divisional games that you know teams that know each other. Uh, Russell Wilson, you know, can have one of those games. Um, you know, he hadn't been playing well. But that, if you're San Francisco, you 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 can't lose this. You can't lose Seattle right now. Uh, but they're still, you know, they're still right there. Um, yeah, it's it's gonna be interesting at the at the, who gets those last couple of spots in the NFC because you know you look at uh, Minnesota still in the mix, Carolina, Atlanta, New Orleans. I don't trust you don't trust any of those teams to do anything. So it probably will come down to Washington, San Francisco, and Philadelphia and Minnesota. So you have probably, probably more than likely you have four teams for two spots uh, in the uh, NFC at the bottom. And, of course, that home field advantage, um, you know, Arizona, Green Bay, Tampa Bay, more than likely, uh, you know, one of those three teams more than likely will. Uh, and Dallas is still there, too. Got to throw them in the mix as, uh, you know, uh, in the mix for that, that that home field. And we we spoke on it. You know, Green Bay really needs to get home field advantage uh, to uh, get to a Super Bowl, especially especially up top in the at the conference, especially the way the way AFC the way AFC is going. Like you really really want that uh, that week uh, that first week off um, with the seventeen with the with the extra game and again that's gonna be a couple things will be interesting moving forward uh and we brought this brought this up earlier with you know COVID with the extra game and COVID and each injury starting to pick up it's gonna be it is at it's 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 already turned into a, just an absolute war of attrition it really is um so it's you know things could change just like that like that Marlon Humphrey injury for what Baltimore is ginormous like that guy is literally one of the top, I think one of the top five corners in the league. I mean, he's a big time player. And now, you know, Marcus Peters is already out for the season. They, their secondary is ravaged. Like you can, you can do some damage against that Baltimore secondary right now. Um, so again, injuries just can, uh, can can just change a course of your season. But like I'm out, the old adage to me is, as long as your quarterback, as long as your franchise quarterback is healthy. You should be able to survive most, if not all, injuries. Um, minus minus your offensive line, like you can't that that can't get too crazy. Yeah, that yeah no that yeah that you got yeah, those tackles yeah you that 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 can that can wreck a season as well with that with that with that offensive line it, when that offensive line goes. Um, those guys get you know those one of those you lose one of those guys, but. Uh, Again, should be a great rest of the month of December. Um, we talked about earlier about the best team, or who's possibly the best team. I, they, right now, there there is no best team to be honest with you. There is no best team. Like we can talk about who we trust the most. That's fine. I mean, uh, as things are starting to, you know, as as the weeks we're in December, as things start to get clear, this. Smells like a year that the NFC is clearly better. And so when you start to now start to say who's the best team in the entire league, who's the team that's going to win the Super Bowl, you probably start leaning towards the NFC. And then you start looking at the three best in the NFC, and that's the Packers, 
that's the Bucks and that's the Cardinals. Yeah. Yeah, I think those three I, – I, I agree with that. I think those three teams are – yeah, I, I think you can make a strong case for those being the three best teams in the, in the league right now. Um, we know – obviously, we know Kansas City is, you know, always omnipresent omnipresent, and, you know, what, what they can You're do. not talking about capable. You ask who's the but best. Who, yes, yes. No, without question, yes. No, without question. Like who – yeah, who who you feel definitively – yeah. So yeah, those three teams are 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 I, I would put I would put those three He's teams. Shown us this year, it, 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 Kansas. Yeah. I can't put Kansas City in there. I no, can't. this year no, no, not yet. No, this year those three teams are better right now. Yeah, I I, I have no, I I completely agree. I, I no, one thousand percent agree with that. That those three teams are are are, are better than the entire me. fc just feels shaky i'm just i just know this i know that conference so well i know these types of years these are the years we don't fare so well in the super bowl i'm just gonna be quite honest with you yeah yeah there's not yeah i mean so i'm just it's this is feeling like a nfc year it's just feeling like it's start. I'm starting to see it as it's as it's starting to crystallize. Yeah, the, I mean, outside of New England, the top of the NFC has been way more consistent than the top than yeah. the top of the yeah. NFC, to say the least. So that, to your point, yeah, yeah, because you started the sentence with. New England, which was two and four at one point, in right? The yep. So if that doesn't say anything about the consistency of the AFC, I don't know what. And now they're the number one seed. Yeah. Yeah. So definitely looking forward to a week fourteen. There are a number there. There's some week fourteen should be good. There's some good games in week fourteen. Um. Some uh, nice, uh, some good battles in Week 14. You'll have some teams coming come off a bye. That'll be back. Uh, Tennessee, Green Bay, and Cleveland. Uh, those teams were missed <laughs> this past week on a bye, uh, especially in, in the one o'clock window uh, this past Sunday. So uh, it should be should be a, should have some good action uh, this week as we head towards the down as we come down the stretch of this just wild 2021 season. That's going to wrap it up for this latest edition of the Real Deal Podcast. As always, thanks to one Robert Sapp for joining the program, sir. All right, bro. Have a good one. All right. You can catch this podcast uh, later on. I will put this podcast up later on this evening. Um. And, of course, we still have later this week um, the Insecure Podcast. I have not decided what day I'm going to do the Insecure Podcast. Um, It's either going to be Thursday or Saturday. So keep keep your eyes out for that. More than likely tomorrow, but it will be done. So I, I, I will get to that. So be on the lookout for that. Enjoy the rest of your evening. So long.